Uh, I never played at a higher level than high school, so our games were on Friday. So, you know, on uh, Saturday, we might come in and just stretch, you know, after a game. Um, Sunday, usually off. Monday, um, kind of light, maybe just top heavy, like shoulder pads, helmet. Tuesday or Wednesday, you're going full gear and you're hitting, mm-hmm. you know, and you know that's going to be a tough, tough day. Um, maybe even both of those days, depending on how you played um, the week before and what you need to work on. Um, but anyway, you're, you're like one of the days you're going to be working on more of your skill, you know, kind of position. The other day, it's going to be a heavy day where you're pounding, you know, hitting each other full speed. Um, Thursday, you're doing the walkthrough, no pads. You know, you're usually getting like fed a meal and then you do a walkthrough. And obviously Friday it's showtime yep. and, you're, and you're playing the game. You know, so why I'm saying that is on Friday you're not playing the game and then Saturday you're coming back in full contact, Sunday is full contact, Monday is full. You know, that would, that would, it's laughable, right? Good morning, everyone. This is Jared Bass with Mark McCain. You are listening to Triumph Every Day, where we discuss the journeys that shaped the lives of our guests and how it brought them to where they are today. We have a repeat. Is this our first repeat? Yeah, I mean, technically, we were forced to have Adam on the first time. Kind of a three-peat, guys, because I interviewed you guys once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How is that a three-peat? Sorry, continue. Onward. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any of those questions left over? Yeah, yeah, I can look those up. I got <laughs> we, don't, we don't need Why to Why it saves as your background? Yeah. Uh, don't have me back. So we don't need to get into the nitty-gritty of who Adam is. and I mean, if you don't know Zoda, I don't know what you're doing. Well, but clearly Zoda you don't come for, to the 530. Yeah. Class. For the thousands well, of people that don't know, 10 seconds. Um, Nine. Shoot. Eight, I've been here uh, a couple years, and I went to the car wash gym, and then I followed these guys from the, the place in Covington that was also in Newport. And uh, I've been doing CrossFit maybe six years. Time. Whew. Yeah. Whew. Wow. That was that was intense. I need to get a bell. Yeah. Um, so, welcome back, Mr. Zoda. Um, we uh, kind of wanted to let's talk a little bit about maybe your experience in CrossFit and how it's changed mm-hmm. in the years you've been doing it. So, when did you actually start doing CrossFit? Uh, I'm gonna guesstimate about 2012. 2012. Yes. So, oh yeah, cleaning the gym. You'll hear a little little vacuum suction sound in the background. It's all right. Um, so 2012. So that is literally the – that was the golden era, if you will, of CrossFit because it was new to everybody. Yes. Especially in the Midwest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. new new to everyone in the Midwest because, you know, we get everything here much, much, much later than everyone else. So it was like you could open up a gym – in a car wash, for example, <laughs> people wouldn't show up to it. Anywhere. Parking lot. Yeah, Sensors so you could just it. open up a gym and people would just kind of come by the droves and, and fill up your gym and want to be a part of this like undergroundy, raw kind of fitness thing. And it's now about to be 2019 and uh, needless to say, things have changed quite a bit. Um, some for the better, some for the worse, depending on who you talk to. So maybe just a little bit, go into a little bit of what you've seen, uh, mainly as a consumer uh, of someone who's been involved with a couple different gyms and, uh, you know, if you say anything bad about us, I'll cut you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, <laughs> so like comparing now to back when everyone had Reebok outfits, 
You know, like... Uh, real quick, I would like to butt in our Christmas party. Instead of an ugly sweater party, I would like to do an ugly CrossFit gear party. Ooh. I got so, a full skin. There's a lot of it. Full skin. <laughs> Anything made by Reebok in the early days. All right, anyways, go ahead. I'm going to wear my knee sleeve as a turtleneck. Yes. Oh, that, that might end well. I'm not going to wash not it. end well for you. But, uh... <laughs> I don't, so... So, for one, I, I think... Like, people that started back then, they might have been just fresh from maybe running or like like that was when the tough motor was super popular so there might have been kind of a certain kind of click that would do it but now i think it's introduced a lot of different people from different uh i don't know like groups of yeah, fitness world. backgrounds yeah yeah exactly like um now you're seeing maybe a little bit more some guys that used to play football wrestling with mike lee you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you would have seen that back then. Um, I think the workouts have changed a little bit. And, uh, I mean, I've noticed that. I don't know if I could explain exactly how they've changed. You know, the workouts are saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think, think so. you know, to, to jump in on that part, uh, I think in the early days of CrossFit, everyone, you know, just wanted to go a 1,000 miles an hour. And it was all about the intensity. And frankly there just wasn't a lot of tenured coaches yeah even at the highest kind of level if you will as far as how they were implementing the level one certs and stuff they've always been excuse me uh really good but even now like seeing how they've updated their policies and procedures at the highest level that's only gonna kind of trickle down but yeah in the earlier days especially with the programming it was kind of like the wild west it was just like all right what's the hardest workout we can do all right, let's do that five mm-hmm. days this week. Yeah. You know, and, and on a personal note, I remember originally following CrossFit.com because uh, that's all I had known from it. And I remember like seeing like push jerk, five, 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 five. And I'm like, that's not a workout. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's stupid. Yeah. And then I would just go, I would backtrack until I found a workout I would like and then mm-hmm. just do uh-huh. that. And, it, we, you know, as, as recently as last yeah, maybe not last week, two weeks ago, we had a lady come in that was coming from a different gym, different than CrossFit or whatever, but she was still kind of doing it, um, but doing all the things as well. And she hit one of our regular kind of CrossFit classes, and we literally had uh, a strength portion. We don't do that every day, but we did have a two-parter uh, strength portion and then a workout. And literally, she got done, and she was like, is that it? And I was like, yeah. I mean, we yeah. had 60 minutes. We did, you know, we filled the whole 60 minutes up. Board brief, you know, warm up. Uh, we did a, a pressing complex and then a workout. I want to say we had some rope climbs and some other things. And that was her response. And she never came back. And that's, you know, I think there's just certain people out there under the, still under that kind of premise uh, when they walk in somewhere that is CrossFit stamped that they need to be on their back for 10, you know, 10 minutes after the workout seeing stars. And this might when, be, when she didn't experience that, it was like, uh, it's, you know. This might be a reach, but uh, it's a little bit like a drug. It's just about the same. Yeah. Where it's 100%. like you're chasing that first high. <clears throat> Like yeah. that first time you felt like mm-hmm. that that blood in the back of your nose and like you can't yeah. stop coughing. But like people like, well, that's that that's oh I missed that. Yeah. And it's like there's those days are very few and far between. Right. And then it's like unfortunately 
again, I don't want to just generalize, but like generally speaking, mm-hmm. a lot of those people, it's like, all right, give me a squat. Let's start with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's just education, you know, so you got to educate your community um, and at, at large. And that's what we try to do here with fundamentals. And a lot of times, you know, uh, when I'm putting someone through that program, fundamentals, it is just how it sounds. I'll, I've I've had a lot of people kind of roll their eyes whenever it's like, hey, we're going to start with the air squat. Yeah. Oh, you know, and nine times out of ten, that individual doesn't have uh, a mature kind of squat. Um, and if they do, it's kind of like told you. So you adding, know, it's, it's not a it, it's 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 leading through man with. With humility and gratitude, and we'll, we'll get into that. But, um, well, I think adding to to that, do you think that CrossFit becoming quote smarter mm-hmm. has been to their detriment? Because well, what I, I mean by that is like is like again, you you could just throw shit at a board, see what sticks, and people are like, "Wow, that was amazing!" And yeah. then as more evidence comes out that hey, we need to learn these certain movement patterns and we need to teach you this as an adult. Hey, we need to slow things down a little bit in order to get you doing these things right rather than just saying, hey, buddy, go have at it. Do you think that that is a detriment to to the popularity of this because now it's like well, people don't want to be told that they can't do something? Yeah, uh, I think the jury's still out on that kind of latter part of it. But I think what the kind of jury is in on was... CrossFit will get you hurt um, and that's the path that has been laid out before us as mm-hmm. business owners and we have to fight against that now because in the early days this is what this was the product of hey you know go do a uh, hundred burpees and then run filthy a mile and 50. come back and <laughs> yeah the filthy 50 and and you know do all these things at high intensity and low technique or do you know, 75 snatches for time or, you know, 75 overhead squats and all these things where I think it is absolutely inevitable for that progression. Whenever you are walking deconditioned people, because like you said, Adam, I think originally it was for like Navy SEALs and, you know, military people that had a background and they had probably a little more common sense of like, oh, I should probably not try to, you know, put um, double my body weight on the bar and just pick it up without warming up. Um, But anyway, man, I think it it was inevitable that this kind of maturation was was coming. I think it's going to be a good thing in the long run, but in the short term, I think it can diminish some of the popularity that you're talking about with with the brand. Yeah, yeah, I think people... um however you want to split it people want that quick quick fix but adam what what do you think you know being uh it's one thing we're in it every day you're you know a consumer you're a client you've been a client for a long time what's what's the changes been like for you so i I, one thing i noticed is kind of like what you guys brought up and i didn't want to bring it up initially is people like injuries i feel like now warming up is such an important part and that's something Mm -hmm. that was kind of looked over a little bit earlier and then I'm very appreciative of you guys getting classes done four minutes early so that we can have a cool down stretch like that. So last match today, that was perfect much after needed. doing all this. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Stuff like that, I think that's so much more important. And also being able 
to you know being swollen and flexy is important that's that's just as functional right. as being able to clean 250 pounds like yeah fucking bend over and not hurt you touch your toes and so um to kind of go on that point you might talked about a little bit earlier before we started was the short attention span you know we've seen this rise in popularity we've seen some really big sweeping changes on how the sport quote sport quote unquote sport of crossfit is going to be changing um how much do you know we see this this kind of drop off if you will um with a this change in the sport and b people short attention span we you know you guys literally just gave the example of you know some of the teenagers talking about how quote you know Fortnite's dead mm-hmm. when it was just named game of the year and it's like so you're talking about like oh it was popular for two months it's already dead you know people <laughs> mm-hmm. are already looking for the next big thing yeah so mm-hmm. and and you know you've seen a big shift into olympic weightlifting you've seen yeah. a shift into powerlifting but in reality is it that they're taking people away from crossfit or that some of those people are leaving crossfit but people are still finding crossfit I think that's it because I mean there, I see new members in here all the time. I think there's definitely a a, a re acknowledgement of taking care of yourself. You know, like mm-hmm. we still have a massive health crisis. Right. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. you do see it more and more to be the norm to be doing some of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think Cross has paved the way for a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost like you're, you know, the shiny red ball syndrome with with dieting. You know, it's like paleo, all right, keto, uh, carnivore, yep. uh, zone, you know, all these different things. You can almost probably draw correlations between how often the diet, the most popular diet switch to the most popular fitness program. Within. Renaissance periodization. Exactly, exa- yeah, RP, yeah. Um, you know, you can, again, we can name them all. But I think the through line in both of those scenarios, right, they complement each other. But the through line is good nutrition, exercise. That's got to happen but i think when people don't get the results they're looking for instead of blaming themselves they blame the program so with crossfit it's like oh i sprained my pinky yep doesn't work for me yep (laughs) i was in a massive car accident when i was 16 but you guys hurt me you know (laughs) but it's just the you know it's the way that you know we can dig into the you know society and and these things with you know i I was listening to something the other day or i might have been reading an article um, well, you talk about, you remember like back in the day, there was like breaking news. Like that was a big deal. They were actually referencing when John Lennon um, got shot. And they, you know, and they, they came yeah. in, it was like Monday Night Football game. And they're like, oh, we got breaking news. Let's go to the, the newsroom. Or you actually have to wait until 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock news to like see what's going on in the day. But now we're so inundated with a constant stream of what's happening now we can't even wait we have to like how, how many times is it we have a developing story you know it's, it was never a developing story before it was this is what happens yeah you know yeah. so now with you're seeing this constant like i need like i need something like that works now and this now 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 kind of thing so with fitness, as we preach constantly, you know, on the podcast, in our whiteboard every day, we are in a marathon, everybody. It's not mm-hmm. a sprint. So you can't treat fitness programs, you know, and nutrition programs like a sprint. It's got to be a lifestyle. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, 
what do you guys think about places like Crunch Fitness offering a quote CrossFit style program that is now heavily discounted? We, I can already tell you without stepping foot in there, the quality is not the same. But how many people price shop? Well, let oh. me tell you. Let me tell you. Most people price shop. They shop with that dollar sign. Absolutely. That's why Planet Fitness, you know, charging ten dollars a month is doing. Hand, you know, hand over fist money with the fact that they have probably the worst branding, ugliest color. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. Literally, mm-hmm. it's $10 a month. I don't care what it looks like. So, and it's almost like, I wonder if that's like a running joke, right? Where it's just like, yeah. we're going to make it as ugly as possible. Mm-hmm. We're still going to be successful. Yeah. But like to give you guys an example, uh, running through some price points. So, Argentina, $40. This is average CrossFit gym price. Yeah. $40. Australia, $167. Brazil, $76. Canada, $179. England, two. I would say your your West what we would consider Western uh, countries uh, are in the $120 to $180 price range. The average being $163. United States average is $169 per month. Wow. You know, which uh, that is our that's above our highest level. You know, so um, obviously, people are willing to pay, but it's a select few of people willing to pay. And I think a lot of people don't understand why it costs that much. It's personal training every day. It is personal. Yeah, exactly. It, uh, it's a, probably the best way to put it. It is a personal training every single day you come in. Yeah, when I, when I tell people, you know, what it, what it costs, they're like, well, yeah. yeah. But like, but you're going to pay $20 and you're going to go here and you're not going to have any kind of... Uh, ambition because nobody's pushing you. You don't know what you're doing, honestly. Structure. You didn't fucking go it's, to school for it, this. I'm, it, the hardest thing for me is to still, like to this day, is to describe people why this is so much better because so much of it involves them experiencing it. Yeah. It really does. Like so much of this just requires them to like come to like a class and be like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. but for them to, to hear it, like it doesn't make sense for them. Yeah. In their mind, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can draw a lot of comparisons. Like, hey, do you want a Chevrolet or a Mercedes? You know, and and there's differences, and and uh, you know, different hotels. It's like, you know, are you staying at the, you know, the Hilton or a Days Inn or yeah, you know. And I think when you hear those, because it's it's basically a branding issue, right? Um, where Planet Fitness and all these places they do such a good job, um, regardless of images and and colors and stuff like that but they are on mainstream tv and yeah stuff like that and all their gyms look phenomenal on the inside and uh, yeah exactly um and with crossfit every every place is different so you do have that every place is different again just to give you an idea of the numbers there's a place in houston that is 209 dollars a month all the way down to eighty dollars a month. Yeah, so it's so to give you an idea of what are you going to get at a two hundred nine dollar gym versus a uh, versus a eighty dollar a month mm-hmm. gym, I'm tell you it's going to be a wildly different experience. Yeah. That's the same thing. Like think of like Verizon versus you know T-Mobile or some of the cheaper kind of carriers. Boost. Yeah, Boost Mobile and. Uh, 
you know, again, it's just all, it's, it's kind of what you want, but whenever you, in a certain way, every, every gym being a CrossFit affiliate, it almost kind of, you know, hurts you <laughs> in a way, because you, um, they're all, all under that umbrella. Do you have to, are there rules to be an affiliate? Uh, it's basically, um, you have to get, have a, have a current certification. Okay. Um, you have to renew that every five years. Um, and do continuing education, you know, credits and whatnot, and uh, you have to pay an annual affiliate fee. Insurance. Insurance. Yeah. Do they release CPR how certified. many uh, affiliates they get get per year? Is there like a, a graph? I'm sure. You I, I want to say I'm that sure it, it peaked it probably two, three years ago. Yeah. And now it's um, leveled off. Within the United States, it's still booming in other kind of countries. Um, I, I'm sure you could figure that out. I'm sure they released that somewhere, but um, there's, what, 10,000 in the United States and like 16,000 worldwide, something like that? Yeah. That I, right? I don't know the exact numbers right now, but 16 total is pretty accurate. Yeah. But like four years ago, that's when everyone, anyone mm-hmm. with, that could get a fucking loan would go get right. a, a warehouse. And... Yeah, and that, and that was the, I think that was the... Um, there's a low barrier for sure. That was the excitement for so many people, right? Is this let's just open up this basically sparse warehouse and get get this feel, but then, then you start to pull from a very small type of person that will go to that type of gym, and well, hey, my buddy opened this one up. Well, I'll go to that one instead. And then, so what you have to do is differentiate yourself somehow, and that's how you see a lot of these gyms. Uh, try and elevate, you know, and, and hopefully us a little bit as well. You know, it's like try and make the lobby as nice as you can. Mm-hmm. Try and get keep mm-hmm. the place clean. Again, it's, Katie's out here cleaning the, the the heck out of the gym right now to make sure that when people come in, the floors aren't dirty and there's not you know blood on the bars and stuff like that. And the bars spin. So like those are all things that like it sounds kind of silly, but they're an eighty dollar a month gym is not going to take the time to do that. They'll just say, no. "Come in, do whatever you're gonna do, yeah. and be gone." Um, a lot of people do it part time, you know, and that's that's your hobbyist. Where, you know, you may have been, maybe you served in the military, and um, you you got out and you get a little bit of money, and and you have, you thought maybe opening up a gym or or whatever it is, you know, um, you have a job and you're, you're kind of maybe in your middle middle years of your life and. Uh, you just want to kind of do something that you like to do on the side and you can run your business the other time. Yeah. But for, for us, you know, obviously we're full timers and Jeremy put a lot of time and effort into this place and, and, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a full time gig for us. Yeah. I think the, uh, bigger question on top of that is, is CrossFit dying? CrossFit's dead. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think it's dead. I think it has plateaued as far as, um, or at least slowed down in the vast population. I feel like every year for the, the CrossFit Open, it was like, mm-hmm. the first year was like 24,000 people. And yeah. then it was like triple that. Yeah. It's like 75,000, then 150,000, then 200,000. It was almost like you're doubling every year. I feel like you're finally starting to see some of that level out um, as far as, and who knows what's going to happen now because of how they've changed everything. But um, but I do think you've you've seen a, at least a a slowing down of this like titanic 
Titanic rise of, mm-hmm. of popularity. Uh, this was, I just read this. This is, I'll read it out real quick because I think it brings up some good points. Uh, it says, it does seem like uh, it's starting to plateau in the United States. It'll be interesting to see what kind of growth they can achieve elsewhere, especially in regions like the Middle East, India, and Southeast Asia. I think a big part of the reason, this is what I like, I think a big part of the reason is people realize they don't actually need to learn how to snatch, do muscle ups, or double unders uh, to reap some of most of the health benefits you would get from CrossFit. Many other brands having caught, caught onto this and are offering a CrossFit lifestyle workout to cater to the crowd that doesn't want to take the time to learn higher skill barbell or gymnastic movements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think I think in, you have to go to the essence of your consumer and why they want fitness. You know, and a lot of people like the average American has you know a uh, two point five kids and a job that makes X amount of money and X amount of time in the day. So you're also, you know, we can also talk about like things that are, you know, like the Peloton bikes that you can just, you know, buy and use in your basement, but still be riding with a hundred people if you want. Yeah. You, you have all these smart watches and different things now and count your steps and your heart rate and we're inundated with so many options. Um, people, it's and like you said earlier, Jared, it's hard to put in the words, really the community, like you can tell them what to expect really with the workout. But you can't tell them like, hey, you're going to meet Adam here, who, you know, has been doing this for six years. He's hilarious, attractive. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> Wait, whoa, sorry. whoa. But, but in all seriousness, um, a lot of people don't want to take that time on the front end and be humble daily with a lot of the stuff that we do. And they don't want to modify. That's a big one, right? I mean, let's be honest. People don't want to modify the workouts. They do not want to feel right but they can't do something yeah. yeah so you know i mean just think about that in, in any aspect of life like you can't do that well i just yeah. won't do it so many people are driven by fear i mean it's how many how many times have you heard and i don't want to do that because i well i gotta go work out or i gotta get fit before i do that and like we all we all know that that's so stupid like and if you make them repeat that back to themselves they're like i know it's an excuse i'm like you still can't get them to commit to like yeah trying something yeah. you know because uh, again there's this fear of, of failure or getting getting hurt or whatever it might be and, and it's so it's it's not just crossfit it's not just fitness it's mm-hmm. they do that pretty yeah, much yeah. every aspect of their life mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where it's like if you can crack that code you you know you're a millionaire in many different fronts you know mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think there's there's a lot of you're seeing these large deep pocketed you know gyms large gyms go like oh well we can do that and we can pay people a lot less to do it and mm-hmm. charge people a lot less to do it yeah. and it's this it's it's the same thing to them because they don't know any better you know well, it, yeah and they hold all the all the gatekeepers so to say you know like they have all the systems already built they have all the technology they have some really smart people at the top mm-hmm. that have been doing this for a very long time that are paid well. Um, Their hobby is cashing checks, right? Not doing CrossFit, right? <laughs> and and again, it's tra- it's transactional. Yeah. You know, they're not. They're looking at balance sheets, not personalities, and yep. you know, actual clients. Yeah, I agree. Um, what Adam? What do you? Well, you. How many years have you done the open? Um, you know the. Maybe four. 
Yeah. Very, very competitively, it was it was earlier. Yeah. But you know, recently I've kind of taken a step back from it, and you know, I, I don't, I won't be super intense at the open. I mean, I think it's great, and I love it for people that do it. But for me, it's just kind of like another workout. And maybe I kind of look at it differently, or it, I don't. Some people might even think it maybe a bad attitude. I, I don't know. Well, I, I guess my question is like, what? How do you feel about? So I think it's such a good thing to move away from the emphasis of the CrossFit Games. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a way better path for CrossFit to go. Yeah, and like the you know, and again, it's it's good PR and you know, great. Oh Glassman yeah, did you're a great, on ESPN. Did a great job of of spinning it, and then hey, we're trying we're trying to help you know the average person, not. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Because again, CrossFit Games is not Greg Glassman. That's Dave Castro. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, CrossFit as a whole is much more of what he's concerned about. So, uh, I think my point is with that is, are we? Are you going to hurt the popularity of it? Like I said before, just because you're getting rid of this format that so many people are clinging to, or are you, in the long run, are you going to take this kind of step back, so to speak? To hopefully, because again, Greg Glassman, if you ask him, he wants a hundred thousand plus affiliates. Yeah. Like, let's just say twenty thousand on the high end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're a fifth of the way there. Does mm-hmm. take does de-emphasizing that uh, take away from that ability to get there? So I'm kind of out of the loop. Are they changing the games? Or oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Take, take well, like I think you know. After you. No, I was just gonna say. I think it's the first step to rebranding what CrossFit is. Yeah. You know, because a lot of people. I mean, Jerry, we, we were in here, uh, we had a middle school uh, team in here, and a lot of their parents were coming in, and it was funny, because you almost had that, like, fly-on-the-wall moment, and, you know, their parents are middle schoolers, parents are probably in their 40s, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all of them looked like they were, there wasn't, like, you know, no one morbidly obese and with a cane or anything like that, yeah. just kind of normal kind of parents. And they started mentioning things like, I can never do this. Um, <laughs> oh my God, uh, my one friend did this and they ruptured their bicep. Um, and it, it was all the horror stories. Yeah. It was all, so when you mentioned like Craig Glassman's goals, 100,000 affiliates, the only way, in my opinion, humble opinion, he'll get there is if you rebrand CrossFit for the everyday you know, and you start telling these stories. You saw it with some of the marketing mm-hmm. um, at the games last year. They were, they had those people on there that had major weight loss success. Yeah, yeah. And when they can start telling those stories a little, a little more, and webbing, you know, or uh, threading that uh, through lines, um, it's not Rich Froning, Matt Frazier, which which are awesome. You know, it's it's awesome to be able to compare and contrast. But once once they can make it more realistic um, for the everyday person then I think you can still see a lot of growth yeah. it's intimidating it's super intimidating yeah, yeah it's got to be yeah just that less intimidating because again you're, you're still hearing a lot of women that come through the door like oh I don't want to get bulky CrossFit makes you bulky <laughs> and like you know I've been look trying. at these guys bro I've been trying to be bulky for almost 10 years yeah. you know, again, we've, easy. we've had Judy you know, on the podcast before, and that was someone the other day, uh, just started, and I was like, she comes six days a week, and, you know, has been doing that for five plus years, Mm -hmm. 
she's like, a beast. And, yeah, and she's a beast. But she is very she's petite. And yeah. very feminine. Like, very it's feminine. Like, oh, yeah. You know, she doesn't look like, you know, uh, yeah. Catherine Davis' daughter, you know, or yeah, her, someone yeah. that's maybe yeah. a little more muscle. And, and again, so many people, and again, it's an excuse. All it is is an excuse. Yeah. It's yeah. an excuse not to start something because, like, do you, like, I just went and, went and picked up that 10 pound bumper plate and yeah, blew exactly. up. <laughs> like, it's just, it exactly. does not happen, you know? Um, it, so, but that's that's a whole nother psychological. Um, you could get into the depths of like, you know, gender roles and this and that. Like that's a whole nother world of can of worms that I'm not educated enough to actually talk about. But there is some truth behind, you know, these like, it, this thought that like you well, you have to look this way, and this is the only way you can eat, and this is the only exercises you can do, and if you do it this way, you're going to get hurt and end up in the hospital, you know, and it's like more and more doctors realize like oh you do have to get a full range of motion out of those hips or else they'll just mm-hmm. seize up yeah you know um and lack of activity is one of the worst things you can possibly do yeah. mm-hmm. um to give you an idea uh since you fill everybody else in who maybe doesn't know about the changes to the uh the crossfit games um so the open and games will take place in february and august like usual mm-hmm but immediately following, in 2019, in October of 2019, the second Open will take place, and that will usher in the new CrossFit Open. Okay. Okay, so next year will be the same Yeah. Uh, as, as normal, but there will also be another Open in 2019, and then there's 162 countries with a CrossFit affiliate, and each one of them will only allow one male and one female and one team. To qualify for the CrossFit Games. Holy cow! So that's wow. think of think of everyone that gets to the games from regionals. Yeah, we're taking one guy and one girl. That's crazy. So like the joke was the running joke was as soon as they made the announcement, you it was like, you know, so and so is like Google, and it was like, what countries don't have CrossFit affiliates? Oh, you and know? how can I, how long do I right. live there before? Exactly. So like it's that's the new running joke, but you know it's going to be. Think of like the Olympics, right? Everyone's, yeah. They're sending so many people. So, but that being said, it's going to give uh, the games will be about 350, give or take, uh, athletes. Yeah. There's a lot of athletes. Yeah. Because one male, one female. Um, and then the other part of that is, is a work a lot like the kind of U.S. Open, the PGA. Yeah. Where uh, certain sanctioned. CrossFit events will be qualifiers for those for the CrossFit games. Like the Granite Games or something like that? Granite yeah, Games, okay. the uh, Wadapalooza, the yeah. Dubai Classic. So all these things are now golden tickets. That's cool. If you win that, you can go to that. Because then it takes some of the pressure off of just the CrossFit Games doing all this yeah, work. Yeah, a lot because of third parties. To... And, a lot, and again, a lot of this is, is involved around money, right? So yeah. the, the, big, the big kicker was, was it Brazil Regional, Central America or something like that, where they paid... It was over a million dollars in equipment, travel, and all this stuff. CrossFit HQ paid out to bring one team, one guy, and one girl. So they're like, "Why are we doing this?" Yeah. You know. So, so the open is going to be. There's no more regionals. Mm-hmm. It's just the okay. open. So you do the open, mm-hmm. and the top person, they go from your country. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Uh, I mean, again, Matt Frazier's won the Open, but there's yeah. been times where it's like, oh, he's not at the, you know, it's like whoever's yeah, at the top. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, he'll do great at certain things, but then... And then the crazy yeah. part of that 
just means that those workouts in the open will have to be more they'll be heavier they'll be higher skill okay. they'll be more yeah they'll be more yeah, diverse the crazy part is I could be a judge you know and you could be a judge and you know anyone can really be a judge and yeah you know, and, and, and that's always that's are, always the uh, obviously you'll have to film it and whatnot yeah. but I mean yeah. it's, it's always the big discrepancy right like well at that angle his hips weren't below yeah. his, below the, mm-hmm. the knees on wall balls and but it does mean you'll you'll see we already saw handstand walks right mm-hmm. um, you'll probably see pistols come up just because mm-hmm. it's a high skilled thing mm-hmm. you'll you know, uh, for a while, it seemed like CrossFit was a lot of heavy lifting, and then it switched to more gymnastics type stuff, and then mm-hmm. it's just balance. It's yeah, and now it's balance, right? Mm-hmm. And who knows? You know, are you going to be expected to have uh, a Rogue Eco bike because Rogue has a partnership with yes. them? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to have to have a true form runner because we're going to include a 400 meter sprint at the end of the workout? Or those weird platform things that they we're did. We're not going to be in the yeah. open, guys. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, and I don't think they're that dumb to, to go down that road to be like you have to have this specialized piece of equipment for your whole gym to use. You know, it, it's it's fascinating. You know, when you break it break it down, that in all reality, it's going to boil down. You know, this big kind of upheaval because people really wanted to go to regionals, and that's that's great. Um, and it's a lofty goal for a lot of people because again, you're talking about a very small percentage. But an even smaller percentage actually have a chance to be the fittest man or woman, fittest team in the world. Oh, yeah. So when it when you really really think about it in the world, yeah. yeah it's not... When you really really think about it, it's about ten people. Yeah. And we we can probably name them right now. But the, you know, and again, every year there's a surprise. Um, there's a rookie, you know, or a couple on the men's and women's sides. But we know it's Matt Frazier, um, Fellner, the. Uh, a guy from Canada, I can't think of tall, taller guy. Um, and you got the, the Icelandic women Dogs. and the ladies from Australia. There hasn't yeah. been a, uh, an American woman up there. But anyway, you got you got you know ten people. And yes, the programming matters. But if it's all balanced, and Dave Castro does a great job with it every year, it's going to come down to let's just say twenty people. You know, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, you know. And I, th- and I think that they're realizing that now more than ever. It's like, it doesn't matter what we throw at these people. Matt Frazier's going to win. It doesn't matter what we throw at these people. Tia or Kara. Mm-hmm. Kara. Sorry. Webb. Kara Webb. Kara. Not Kara. Uh, anyway. So I think, you know, it's an interesting conversation. I know we've been talking about it for a while. And some people are probably like, wow, still talking about CrossFit. Because it is, it is a big deal, obviously, to us. Um, it is our, our livelihood. But I think on a deeper level every just know like every gym is different yeah and it's totally up to you know the, the makeup of that community that dictates the, the day-to-day programming and, well, and, too, and everything I think uh, just look at you know your your people who do um, decide that like I don't need to learn how to snatch I don't need like still infinitely modifiable mm-hmm. you yeah. know uh, you can we can you never if you if you truly feel that like I am not comfortable snatching. I'm not going to make you do it. You know, mm-hmm. we're past that point in, yeah. in our in our You're coaching careers. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can snatch a kettlebell if that feels better for you. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just one of those things where, um, you know, muscle ups are one where like we do them very 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 sparsely. You know, we had Pat Herringer on here, and I like the way he put it the best when it was just like it's a party trick. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like walking on your hands. Yeah, it's a, it is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but it's oh, like yeah. what is what is a muscle up? It's a, pull up, it. it's a pull-up and a dip. Mm-hmm. 
can you do them in a workout and still get a great workout and not have to actually do the the actual muscle up? Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. you do pull ups and dips 100%. Will you still get a great workout? Absolutely. You know, so it's just one of those things where you have to. It's, unfortunately, so much it comes down to the person person actually who comes to the gym they have to have the mindset that like this is my fitness regimen i have to trust this process you know there is a reason why we do these certain things and then realize that like not every day is going to be a barn burner you know this Uh is also a strength program you know when did when did that start happening for you adam like do you remember your kind of you know maturation process within you know your fitness so once you start is it like man this is you know and again everyone i think hits that point once you start any probably new fitness program like this is amazing to this is amazing but it's different yeah yeah. oh yeah i understand what you're saying it's it it was you know when i first started this was like my life Mm -hmm. and that was when i was you know the lowest in body fat but i didn't have like i didn't have a that was, this was mm-hmm. it. I came mm-hmm. like six days a week, and then I think it was after maybe a couple years. I, you know, I, I, I got married. I found other things to consume my time, but I still came here. You mm-hmm. know, and work mm-hmm. came a little bit more important. I got more responsibilities at work, mm-hmm. so I, I think there was, you know, like like any new hobby or something, mm-hmm. you're gonna be focused and you're gonna read so much about that, and that's mm-hmm. what I did about CrossFit for like three years. Yeah. And then after that, you know, I still love CrossFit. I still come here and mm-hmm. I still have goals here. But I've learned, you know, I just can't come here for a class and do extra stuff. You know, you're going mm-hmm. to burn yourself out. And I, I see that with, you know, certain people that, you know, maybe they just first started and they'll come here six days a week. And I'll be like, man, I remember when I was like that. And, and I don't know if I miss it. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where you see people and you can almost tell. Uh, it's almost like when you see someone with like a Tweety Bird tattoo. Yeah. You can almost like tell how old they are without actually looking at their face. <laughs> like you, you can see where they are in their like CrossFit progression yeah. as far as like how excited they are to like, you know, how much CrossFit gear they have on. What what they're what they're doing during the warm-up. Do they, are they doing, you know. Yeah. It's like, hey, it said strict pull-ups. I'm going to do butterflies. Like, and, yes, <laughs> and, and honestly, and those are the people I don't see here anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. it's and like, Sam. oh, it's, it's like, and the people are like, well, can I come in later and, and, you know, do this exercise? And you're like, well, yeah, you can have at it, but I don't know, is that mm-hmm. best for you? You should probably rest. And mm-hmm. are you going to be eating enough if you're doing that? And, and I think this correlates with my response about the open, of how many times I've done it. Not, I think now I've taken a different viewpoint of it and I'm mm-hmm. a little bit more relaxed about it. Because I still love yeah. open. It's great. But if there's something where I'm like, that's going to be really hard, and I'm going to get just a good workout RX accident, I'm just going to RX. I think, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think that goes with just maturity. And in, in, like, this is like, okay, this is a fitness regimen. This is no longer like I have to be the person next to me or I'm a loser. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it does. And that was me the first three years. Yeah. It doesn't define you. Yeah, no, yeah. no. But I fucking love it. And yeah. I'll tell people that I like it. And that's um, one where, like, Again, like we just talked about, I'll, if I can avoid it, I will mm-hmm. never do a pistol again. Yeah. Because I don't have to. No. Mm-hmm. I can be equally as fit. Uh, you know, can I work on my mobility? Absolutely. Do I need to? 100%. But do I have to do a pistol to prove that I can do a pistol? Absolutely no. not. Do I have to deadlift, you know, 
heavy at high reps at, at high intensity? No. Can I get stronger by taking my time, controlling the movement, and slowing down? Absolutely. And then you'll be able to walk later too. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so yeah. just and those are and those are my personal issues, right? You know, poor poor ankle mobility, mm-hmm. and my hips are all jacked up. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's and it has nothing to do with CrossFit. Anatomically speaking, yes, I got some jacked up things in my body. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so and so do a lot of people. And so yeah. do a lot yeah. of people. Oh, yeah. So, but but again, it's having that wherewithal of, of going this this time that you get in your workout, it doesn't matter. I don't know if anyone told you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't define and, who and you it's, are. It's so hard because that realization happens at a different point for everybody yeah and you so want you want everyone to peaking. get there you're, you're telling and there's some to... people that never really fully get there yeah um you know and and that would be my kind of my my big kind of piece of advice whenever people start you know it's just like just give it time um you know one of the things i, I tell people is, it, is is this a program that will map your body it'll absolutely map your body and then you'll know uh, whenever we're you know eight years in now to doing CrossFit, and I can kind of pick my my days, my shots, so to say. Like I know, um, you know, just personally, I would like to work out five uh, five times a week at the whiteboard class, and maybe some extra stuff here and there. Uh, definitely mobility wise. But what I'm saying when I you know uh, pick my shot, there's probably one day a week where I can really push high intensity. I mean, like really push high intensity there's a couple of days where i really just like to get my heart rate up there's a couple of days where i would like to pick up something relatively heavy um i'm not maxing out every day i'm not going into a deep dark hole every day well, and guess what this leads to me being um not overly sore yes uh, i'm not overly uh stressed out as far as like cns so there's you know not a lot of um lethargic kind of moments um you know, at night or, or in the morning, uh, and, and my practice has kind of changed, right? So I would love to be able to incorporate some type of yoga, meditation stuff through the week. Journaling has helped um, because it becomes a full, you know, thing, which is fitness, right? It's not just the physical; it's got to be mental. It's got to be even like spiritual, you know, in a sense of uh, if you want whole kind of complete roundness within your within your life because I think a lot of people are so um, plugged in these days right you have to have those moments when you put your device away and just think or breathe um, and, and that's that's really what continues my love with CrossFit is because it is an hour of the day where personally I can just go be around other people that I like and uh, not think about what I have to do next but be told and know that I'm going to get a good workout and know at some point in that workout I'm not going to be thinking about anything else beside what's next. Yeah, and um, to your uh, to your point, you know, like having this wherewithal of just like this is the day. Like we, we put on all the workouts mm-hmm. at the beginning of the week. Like pick that workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, right. center your week around like, all right, time to go in and kill it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and then like, all right. We're doing back squats today. Man, my hips are tight. I'm going to go a little bit lighter. Yeah. You know? Like, I'll take that day off and stretch. Yeah. It's very much like, you know, just, just kind of popped in my head, um, like football, all right, in the sense of the game is on this day, all right? So the practice schedule is pretty much laid out for you, yeah. right? So uh, I never played at a higher level than high school, so our games were on Friday. So, you know, on uh, Saturday, we might come in and just stretch, you know, after a game, um, Sunday usually off Monday um, kind of light 
maybe just top heavy like shoulder pads helmet Tuesday or Wednesday you're going full gear and you're hitting mm-hmm. you know and you know that's going to be a tough tough day um, it may be even both of those days depending on how you played um, the week before and what you need to work on um, but anyway you're, you're like one of the days you're going to be working on the more of your skill you know kind of position the other day it's going to be a heavy day where you're pounding you know hitting each other full speed um, Thursday you're doing the walkthrough no pads you know you're usually getting like fed a meal and then you do a walkthrough and obviously Friday it's showtime yep. and, you're, and you're playing the game you know so why I'm saying that is on Friday you're not playing the game and then Saturday you're coming back in full contact Sunday is full contact Monday is full you know that would that would it's laughable right it's, yeah, it no, sounds yeah. silly but you don't think about fitness that way no you know you don't think there, there are rare individuals out there that can um, sustain a level like that for a long and guess what? period of time. That's point zero zero one percent. Exactly. And yeah. they're on the podium at the CrossFit Games, yeah. or they're uh-huh. Navy SEALs, or they're Olympic sprinters, or they're you know what I mean? Like they don't have jobs. They are yeah. they are the upper echelon of all sport, and that's why they are the upper echelon. Yeah. Like you know, it's like one of those things where like have some swallow your pride and realize like. Like if you got a career and you got a family and you get like, it ain't gonna happen. You yeah. know, like, and I'm not saying I don't mean mm-hmm. that in such in a in a bad way, but like people need to swallow their pride and realize that like, this is just a small part. Mm-hmm. One hour that you're here is four percent of your day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's so much other stuff, and not to mention, okay, cool, you went ham on a workout, and you you know you want more fitness, and I gotta go do GHDs after I'm done working out because it's almost beach season. And then I gotta do you know I gotta do this accessory work, and then it's like all right, touch your toes. And I'm like I can't be bothered to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's I can't I can't possibly work on something that's that doesn't involve my obliques. You yeah. know, post workout yeah. or like doing ab wheel rollouts after mm-hmm. after we're done, or you know I gotta go work on my my butterflies or my my muscle ups. And it's like you can't touch your hands together behind your back why do you need to be doing this overreaching extended right well and, and again this conversation was had probably many years ago with Greg Glassman you yeah. know and that, that was his realization and he's obviously way ahead of the rest of us um, in the progression and where it's going and, and you know he is the captain of the ship um, so that's why you're seeing these changes you know, and he saw that, and, and now he's, all right, let's move the rudder, you know, 20 degrees this way, and it's going to keep on turning, and those people that are under that mindset are going to go overboard. And let's finally you know? get the America under freaking control of, and you know, like to talk about like somebody who's ahead of his times, the dude is going after Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's... You know, there's, there's, there's <laughs> that is huge. Problems. That is um, huge. I was gonna ask if we had any like news or, or whatnot. You said you might pop on the oh, yeah, a little different format. We have Adam. He's there's 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 not. I actually already went through got a the rest of the things. day, there's, right? There's really not the work. really not much else on there. Um, we're uh, there's a lot of a lot of haters. What out do you there think? Um, what do you think about smartwatches and stuff like that? I think they're cool. Um, do they work? Expensive. Do they work with? Uh, I know. I remember. Colgan is specifically talking about um, like his again this is like Fitbit and I know things have changed because again we're like if you've got the second generation Fitbit it's like having an Atari um, yeah, yeah now it's the, you know now it's Apple Watch and, and all these things but it would be like he'd be 
warming up and it'd be like heart rate 160 beats a minute and then like he'd be in the middle of a workout and be like 98 yeah and it's yeah. like it just wasn't registering correctly <laughs> um, I think they would, for, for when I was running training for some mm-hmm. of the races that I had last fall it would have been awesome to have one because I use a Strava app mm-hmm. on my phone and that tracks where you're at um, your pace Mm-hmm. And uh, and all all your splits, so it's it's an incredible app. Elevation change, you mm-hmm. can record that stuff with a smartwatch, mm-hmm. and then download to Strava. So I mean that would have been great. I'm always very curious about where my blood pressure is at, or like mm-hmm. beats per minute. What are the mm-hmm. ones that matter? Mm-hmm. And they both matter, right? They all matter. Okay. Um, you might be talking about heart rate. Heart rate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that would but, be really interesting to to see that throughout a workout. Because I think mm-hmm. sometimes I always, that would be a good like a metronome mm-hmm. of your pace. Because I'm always guilty of just going hard, too hard, yeah, too fast, way, way too fast. And that's like, I'm always out of breath on warm ups, and I think it's because I'm I'm so like static, and then I then we start moving, and like mm-hmm. my heart rate goes real high, mm-hmm. and then I start mm-hmm. sweating, and I'm just sweating all the time. But <laughs> but it, like, I think that would be interesting to see monitor. And just kind of, yeah, put that put that in the back of my mind. What about like calories and burned and stuff? I don't know how accurate that would yeah. be. So it's, I, it's the hardest metric, I think. Well, uh, then everyone's basal metabolic rate is a little bit different, right? right? So, yeah, absolutely. So I, I, that would be interesting. I, that would be cool to compare that. Like, if you're counting calories or macros, it would be interesting to do that. Because mm-hmm. um, when I was doing counting your macros and stuff like that do you think sorry um that it's a i mean i guess what i'm saying is it's, it's almost like is it a fad with uh or is this like this is here to stay with you know people really caring about oh i need to know how many steps i'm taking i need to know you know, I'm going to pay close attention to all these these new yeah because again it's just a constant inundation obviously smartphones aren't going anywhere smartwatches no, yeah. they're not going anywhere but more in the sense of like hey this is going to impact where I decide to do my fitness yeah and it's steps absolutely I think that yeah. that was a fad and uh, that I don't <laughs> There's yeah. a, who talks about fucking steps anymore? Right. Well, <laughs> there's a unless you're doing it for health insurance. I know, like Tesla, yeah. Tesla company on yeah. Sundays, and yeah. like she'll like walk around the gym for like yeah. ten minutes at the end of the day. But yeah. like, gotta get them in because dude, when we ran the bourbon chase, she ran with us. She was still fucking walking around because she needed like because every hour you needed so many. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you just ran like nine miles, yeah. dude. You need to do more. But steps. I gotta get this thirty dollars off my that, health that, insurance per year. And that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, this is just a little article on... I did CrossFit for a whole year, and I'm here to burst your misconceptions. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's they're just really heading. These are, like, typical things you hear, right? It's going to hurt. Said It can hurt, but it doesn't have to. Yeah. Said it, you're determinant by how much effort you put into it. And, like, and more so, it goes on to say, like, you have to listen to your body. If mm. your body says, don't do that, don't do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if anyone and i'm telling you right now if you're listening and your gym tells you that you have to do something go find another gym yeah absolutely there are very very few and far between things where we will push someone to the point where we say you have to do it this way 
Um, and that's generally because it's one of those people who we know we've known them for a very long time and they have held themselves back because they're scared to do something. Yeah. Under this right supervision, there are very, very few certain times that you can actually push someone beyond that. But for the most part, if they tell you to do something you don't feel comfortable with, go find another gym. Uh, the other one is it's broy. Said it's, <laughs> some people think it's all a sport for the bros, the meathead, the jocks. Said. But again, we can tell you right here, we're like 60, 40 women to men. What's the 930 class, bro? Yeah, 930 class, yeah. you're you generally the only guy if you show up. Yeah. You know, uh, you won't be able to follow. You know, there's a lot of lingo. I could definitely see that one. But uh, again, if you're taking foundations and you're listening and you take a genuine interest in what you're doing, yeah. like it's like yeah, anything else, that. you yeah. know. It's like a hobby or anything. Yeah, I mean, again, you could, if, if, again, we post our workouts, you have an app. Uh, most gyms will post their workouts. If you don't know something, the YouTubes are a vital, valuable resource. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Especially now, I mean, because again, it's it's the, the everything's out there. The, the the information is quite plentiful at this point. Uh, I do like this one. You'll become bulky again. The one we talk about all the time. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that you won't get bulky unless you want to become bulky. Gaining muscle growth is incredibly hard unless that's what you're specifically training for. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Like bodybuilders. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I have been trying to get, quote, bulky for yeah. quite some time. Yeah. It ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, and then the last one here was form comes second. Uh, and again, the, the miscon- these are all misconceptions. Yeah. The, the misconception that, like, oh, just go as hard as you can. And, like, I can't tell you how many times I've been told that, you know, F you and and dirty looks and side eyes because I took someone's weight off the bar or got him a lighter kettlebell or got him a smaller box or, you know, like, I don't care. You can think of me whatever you want, but yeah. I'm not going to have you limping out of here because your your pride is too tall. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, um, it doesn't matter to me, you know, I've just had an instance the other day where somebody had a little bit of an attitude and I'm like, call me whatever you want, but mm-hmm. I'm the one in charge here as far as your safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's what's most important to me. I mean, you were being a punk, though, so... Yeah. Being a punk. <laughs> um, we're, uh, we're right around that, that, that hour that hour benchmark. I do, maybe just real quick, if, if uh, just run through maybe your thoughts on where uh, CrossFit's going to be at in the next five years. You might want to jump on that one. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think... Basically, we're getting to a point, right, where you're you have to operate as a business so uh, this whole like kind of grassroots I'm a part of something I think is still important I still feel like your your members our members are uh, you know they all have stock in our company and they should feel like shareholders to a certain extent but they also you know everyone has to understand that you know for us to be around in five years this has to operate um, you know like a business and we have to turn in profits like a business and we have to um, pursue new avenues. And I think when uh, more and more people are becoming um, woke, can I use that? Yeah. To Crunch Fitness, Planet Fitness are copycatting all of the good ideas from all the industries, yoga you know, included. There's, they don't discriminate. They just take whatever is popular and then they stamp their logo on it or whatever and change the name and pay someone ten dollars an hour to run a class or whatever they do and people are continuing to sign up and 
anyway, um, you know, so I think we have to continue to look at the consumer, and uh, there's a reason why Amazon is, you know, uh, the leading um, the leading company out there right now because they can sell you on price and convenience, and I think that's what a lot of people want. Yeah. You know, as is a low price, and they want it delivered to their front door. Uh, we have to understand that CrossFit isn't able necessarily to deliver to your front door even though you can and we try that with our 15 minute trainers so you have to get creative you have Mm -hmm. to try different things you have to focus on the community in the next five years I I do think um, you'll see a lot of gyms unfortunately go out of business um, that don't know how to operate um, you know like a like a business and they're not you know cleaning their floors and putting their best foot forward and realizing that the customer's always right and you know all that stuff and you have to try new things and be innovative and you can't just stick your foot in the ground and say this is the way the programming is and it's the way it's always going to be um so you know i'm excited and i think it's going to allow triumph to try new things and fail and learn and and grow um but i think you're going to have to offer more um and be professionalize the coach right your coaching really 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 has to matter it can't just be someone out there that's a timekeeper and a cheerleader um so yeah man i'm saying a lot but it's a tough question right yeah uh i think by and large the gyms that will remain using the methodology of crossfit care about their people and they they want to put their best foot forward in every aspect of the business and um, that's not the the snake oil salesman that's just trying to get you to to sign up at the cheapest price to increase their numbers and you know people see through that stuff so you have to care first and and you put your clients first and you have to not be afraid to change and adapt to something as silly as a smartwatch or whatever people are doing Um, but yeah man I think it's gonna be interesting times because there is the big um, gorillas and giants in the industry are, are kept picking up on what we're putting down and there's no secrets anymore so Adam, Adam what do you got so I think my take will be a little bit different I think more of like uh, what we do here will maybe start incorporating like new movements like mm-hmm. I mean handstand walks are kind of like like you said part trick that made me laugh but like the bikes Mm-hmm. Here are becoming a lot more popular. Maybe when the uh, pure form runners—that's mm-hmm. the name, of it, right? True yeah. form. True form. I'm sorry. When they become a little bit more accessible, I think you know, probably gyms will start incorporating that, and maybe you know, maybe we can get those here. But stuff like that, like I think movements will continue to evolve. Just kind of like when we first started, it was always like girl workouts or like you know, mm-hmm. the hero watts now it's not like that it's like you know mm-hmm. we're incorporating like team workout which I, which I love the partner workouts uh, these longer ones I noticed that from a lot of people like the programming is just a determining factor in a lot of regards mm-hmm. is that always kind of uh, what what deters you from coming some days but other days brings you in or do you just come regardless uh, I try to come regardless sometimes I'm just so sleepy and I just don't come in but, but then you know that's a personal problem that's not nothing on you guys uh now if there is a day like if my shoulder's not feeling good and it's snatched i'm not coming in uh, right now if i haven't worked out and i'm feeling like i should come in i'll come in and modify it but 
but I kind of, I, like you said, like I plan. Like if there's a day that's that's got something that I don't feel good with, I'm not gonna do it. Like we had squats the other day, my little hip flexor is feeling a little tight, sore. I just, mm-hmm. I stayed home, I stretched. You know, so I, I don't. Know. How do you, how what would be your piece of advice? Like, what would we have to provide for you to still come in regardless? Or is it just you're not coming regardless? Like, no, I know because when I heard when I, when I had my back sprain like six months ago, I still came. I stretched. I came mm-hmm. here. I think now I have uh, the uh, what's a stretching website? Mobility or I'm sorry, Ramwad. Ramwad. Like I have that, so I, I can just do that at home. It, it's. And you know, and I brought that that thing up about snatch your shoulder. I'll still come in. I still make it a goal for myself to come five days a week. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's I don't ghost here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I don't come in, it's usually for something serious. Like I'm just so sleepy. Like, like I snooze too many times. Yeah, so I'm just so sleepy. <laughs> in five years, what does Triumph have to do to keep your business? Yeah, I don't just keep on smiling. Provide guys. mints at the door. Yeah, uh, Tootsie Rolls, dog. Tootsie Rolls, pizza go. parties. Let's go. I want to. Chicken wings. I like it. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, honestly, I think as long as you guys continue to care, uh, have enthusiasm for coaching like you do right now, which I love, and just keep things fresh, why would anyone leave? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. keep fresh. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Awesome. Bastin, where are we going in five years? Um, I think you'll see. I think you'll see a lot of gyms who aren't in for the long haul die off yeah hobbies uh, yeah you'll see you know think of anything that's gone come curbs you know you see how many of those used to be around millions you know yeah. aerobics used, like it, it'll go in this cyclical thing now I think you'll you'll see a lot of the uh, pieces that have stayed with stemmed from this you know Olympic weightlifting and powerlifting and like you'll see this kind of culmination of these larger gyms kind of going in that direction you know getting away from machines and things like that but I think I think you'll see a couple you'll you know your Jason Kalipas they'll a couple of those guys will start to pop up where you know they'll open multiple gyms and have a format you know I think do you need a 5,000 square foot floor space absolutely not I think you'll see them move into storefronts more and more where you got 2,000 square feet mm-hmm. and you know you need a lot less people to fill that space yeah you know so I think that's in, in short short order I think that's where it'll probably end up going but uh, who really knows I mean the business model is always shifting you know you're always trying to add new things as people get smarter and more money pours into it it's going to change drastically it already has yeah you know it really already has. So, yeah. Anything else, fellas? No. That was a long Glad hour BS and yeah. That was, that was serious. That was dude. good. That was way too serious. I know. Next time we'll just talk about you know your, I don't know, favorite cartoons growing up. We do probably an hour on that. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. Anime. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to Triumph every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, and everywhere your favorite podcasts are found. Find us on triumphstrength.net, Instagram at triumphstrength, and Facebook at facebook.com slash triumphstrength. Thanks again. <laughs>